Before history is written, it's played. Before it's frozen in time, it's fought one shift at a time. Before it's etched in silver, it's carved in ice. What happens next will last forever. The Stanley Cup Final on ABC and ESPN Plus begins Saturday. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. This team was 20 and 8. This team is 22 and 20. This team is currently engaged in a stretch of the worst offense that we've seen in franchise history, at least going back to 1900. Ben Charrington's response to this has been to do absolutely nothing. I don't need to state any opinions on this, do I? You don't need an opinion on this. Good morning to you. Good Wednesday morning. I'm Dan Kovacevic of DK Pittsburgh Sports, and this is Daily Shot of Pirates. It comes your way bright and early every weekday if you're into football and or hockey. I also offer daily shots of Steelers and Penguins where you found this. Tigers 4, Pirates 0. Doesn't matter. Doesn't matter who the opponent is. Doesn't matter what the venue is. Doesn't matter who the pitcher is. Michael Bleeping Lorenzen was out there for the Tigers last night. Looked like Nolan Ryan. Sandy Koufax. Doesn't matter. The Pirates can't hit at all. They can't even bring anything remotely resembling a consistent approach to the plate. Which, by the way, listen to this for a second. Listen to this carefully. This is Derek Shelton acknowledging that there was not an approach brought to the plate in this game. Yeah, we, I mean, we got to figure that out. I wish I, I wish I had an answer to that. We're just, we have to continue to, to have better bats right now. We're just not having very consistent at bats, and you know, there's not one thing that you can say that, that kind of opens it up. It's just something that we have to take upon ourselves to, to have more consistent at bats and more competitive at bats. When he says they weren't being aggressive enough, they weren't going up there thinking this. That's that is a commentary on approach. Shelton was a hitting coach for a lot longer than he's been a manager. A major league hitting coach. He knows when he's seeing something that's across the board. Sherrington's reaction to this is nothing. Andy Haynes is his guy. Made that painfully clear, and I do mean painfully, after last season. Haynes has no answers for any of this. Again, you don't need my opinion on this. You're watching it, okay? You're seeing something that you've never seen before. You're seeing players from A to Z, from 1 to 9 in that lineup, doing nothing other than Kutch, who, in fairness, exists outside 
a modern hitting coach. He's been in the league for a while. Carlos Santana, you could throw him into that too. And by the way, it's no accident, I'm guessing, that those two are still, for the most part, making good, solid contact. That's it. That's it. Brian Reynolds hasn't hit a home run since April 7. Did you know that? April 7? That's almost six weeks. No answers for it. No answers for any of it. Players come up from the minors. They're really sizzling hot in the minors. They come up here. They're ice cold. Is it harder to hit in the majors? Sure it is. Do you see major league hitting coaches occasionally help people like that? Yes. When have you ever seen it from Haynes? Charrington's response? Do nothing. Do absolutely, absolutely nothing. Henry Davis homered last night in Altoona. Andy Rodriguez homered last night for Indianapolis. Nothing. Nothing. Nothing phases him. Nothing makes him say, wow, it would really be bad if this team was 20 and 8 and then fell to 500 within three weeks. There's nothing about that that moves him. And you know what that tells me? Well, (laughs) I don't want to be the guy to bring this up again. But there was a certain somebody who reported last fall that this management team, all the way up, including Bob Nighting and Travis Williams, were looking at 2023 as a punt year. Now, they never call it that. I did that. They did not believe that this team was going to be competitive in 2023. As such, they set their sights on when they would spend more money and everything else way more toward 2024. Within reason, you can understand that. That is when most people would have expected Davis and Rodriguez, Quinn Priester, and a few others maybe, to make it to Pittsburgh. Mike Burroughs before he got hurt. Luis Ortiz when he'd actually, you know, be ready to get major league hitters out on a consistent basis, unlike last night. But then, winter comes along, they're getting hit with criticism, they're not selling any tickets, and the decision is made, okay, we're going to We're going to try a little harder. We're going to try harder. We're going to tell people that we're about winning, that now is the time to win. So they go and they add Kutch. Obviously, that's the ticket move. In addition to getting, you know, a legitimately great player and great civic treasure and everything else here. They add Santana. They add Rich Hill. They add a couple of other pieces that weren't as expensive. And they tell everyone, this is it. We're here to win. We're here to win. It's all about winning now. And I get all this feedback. Well, you said they were going to punt and everything else here. And all I do is I applaud them. I say, great, wonderful. If they're going to be going for it, I don't mean going for it like the World Series, but if they mean, if they're going to be changing their approach, that's great. I didn't offer any criticism about it. And the only skepticism that I'd expressed, and you can look it up, the only skepticism that I'd expressed was that when push came to shove, they would never, ever, ever, ever compromise 
on bringing up prospects before they feel it's right, whether it's for developmental purposes or for money purposes, in the name of winning in 2023. And that that would either be the punt exposed or proof positive that they really were serious. Guess which one it's turned out to be. Guess which way they went. This was the punt. This is the punt. This will continue to be the punt. Because you won't see those players called up. You won't see Charrington make an outside move to add to the offense. You will see nothing. You will see continued nothing. Why? Because this season was never supposed to be anything. And by God, no 20-8 and eight start was ever going to throw that out of whack. When we come back, J1Q. This portion of Daily Shot of Pirates is brought to you by our friends at North Shore Tavern that's directly across Federal Street from PNC Park. It's home of Steak on a Stone, an eating experience, underscoring the word experience. The steak is brought to you partially cooked on an 800 degree stone and you do the rest. It's a ton of fun, it's a great meal, and it's a baseball atmosphere like no other in Pittsburgh. North Shore Tavern, right across Federal Street from PNC Park. Your front door, your car, your bike, your computer, your gun. Safety is a habit. Every day you lock and secure your home and everything you want to keep safe. Gun safety and responsible storage are no different and the best way to help prevent accidents, misuse, and theft. If you have a firearm, own it, respect it, and secure it. Visit projectchildsafe.org. Brought to you by the National Shooting Sports Foundation and the Bureau of Justice Assistance. This segment's brought to you by Family Table. Mom-inspired, chef-prepared meals delivered straight to your door. No prep, no mess, just reheat, which gives you more time for your family or hobbies or going to the gym or whatever. Go to FamilyTablePGH.com. Use the code DK20 for 20% off and free delivery on your first order. Order by noon Thursday for Monday delivery. Family Table bringing families back to the dinner table. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Think you know the Brooks Ghost? Think again. Introducing the all-new, better-than-ever Ghost 16. Now with nitrogen-infused cushioning for lightweight, supreme softness that feels good every step, every street, every single day. So go ahead, take your daily joyride in the all-new nitrogen-infused Ghost 16. It'll turn your everyday miles into everyday endorphins. Let's run there. Head to brooksrunning.com to learn more. Ryan Reynolds here from Mint Mobile. With the price of just about everything going up during inflation, we thought we'd bring our prices 
down. So to help us, we brought in a reverse auctioneer, which is apparently a thing. Mint Mobile Unlimited Premium Wireless. Ready to get 30, 30, ready to get 30, ready to get 20, 20, 20, ready to get 20, 20, ready to get 15, 15, 15, 15, just 15 bucks a month. So give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Today's J1Q comes from Jordan, who says, pretty simple question here, DK. How, how does Andy Haynes still have a job? Well, before I get to the obvious on that, I will point out that in the month of April, the Pirates hitting was through the roof. And even I had mustered a kind word to say about Haynes. Because when you have a team that had been, in 2022, the worst offensive thing you've ever seen in your life, and the next thing you see is that they're in the top 10 in the majors in every category, my good, even home runs, even power stuff, which nobody could have seen coming, you know, you, you tip the cap appropriately. But this... What you're seeing now is what Clint Hurdle used to refer to as the the punching back portion of baseball. Only these pirates don't have it. They don't have a counter. They don't have an answer. And they don't have it across the board. That's where I say it again. Just as I praised Haynes in context in April for the Pirates having established a solid strike zone, for putting together the kind of contact that they were, I did so because I saw it across the board, not just because Brian Reynolds was having a good week or Jack Sawinski had one of those runs where he hits four or five homers in a handful of days. I did it because it was happening across the board. I even saw Rodolfo Castro working walks for crying out loud. Well, here we are. Here we are in May, almost three full weeks into this month, and everyone's fallen off a cliff except Kutch and, to an extent, Santana. And by that, I'm not even looking at their numbers. I'm talking about just what I see with my eyeballs with their approaches. They're still having competent professional at-bats. Well, they're both also in their upper 30s. They don't need a hitting coach. Hitting coaches don't get or take credit for players at that age who've been around as long as those two have. Just like I'm sure Oscar Marine's not going to take any credit if Rich Hill were to go on a bender. But the rest of these guys, like this, across the board, I'm going sideways with my hand here. That's what you're seeing. How does he keep his job? I've already gone over that. And I could go over it again and again and again and again. Ben Charrington does not like to make moves. He is the exact opposite of an aggressive GM. He believes in establishing programs and processes. And he prioritizes those programs and processes above literally everything. And you'd better believe that includes 
the baseball game being played that day or night. That's it. He made the decision to fire Rick Eckstein. He made the decision to hire Andy Haynes after, by the way, the Brewers made the decision to fire Haynes as the only person on Craig Council's coaching staff who was fired. That's how miserable his performance was in Milwaukee. But Charrington made that call, and he's going to stand by it. He's going to stand by it. He's going to argue that he needs to see, that Haynes needs to see these guys for two, three, four years, whatever it is. And no amount of information or data or anything else is going to change his mind. That's it. That's all I got for you. That's all I got for you. I appreciate the question. I appreciate everyone listening to Daily Shot of Pirates. We will do another one of these tomorrow. 